0: It's being done. Brian Petrie coming weekly Wednesday takes. Not a gamble when I ramble. All my spine balls, we parlay. We just stick to the money. The tickets no funny. The chalk boys get in the bag. Nothing the to stage, stop in the cage. Needed a chin and he lay on the mat. It's Wednesday takes, making Wednesday great. You'll see MMA. Big gun Brian, no denying where he be and what he say. word of my cabers, we speak facts from start to finish. What the so wait. the value boys, we showing love. T G I love is Wednesday takes. Hey, 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 Wednesday takes. What's up? What's up with the What's Up, babe? We're doing a Wednesday takes here. A little bit of a recap, a little bit of a better recap. A couple little things we want to touch on in the MMA world. I do have some notes. Let me pull my notes up. Uh, I asked a uh, social media question, a Twitter question, whatever you want to call it, over the week. And uh, you guys responded in kind. So we'll go over that as well and then i end the show with a preview of the bellator ufc because we are blank this week we had two weeks of decent fights i mean they weren't crowd but we had a month off then we had the january 14th card which was was okay i had a good night betting we had the pay-per-view which was actually really good And, and now we got a week off and then we got to fucking february 4th 10 a.m. start time for the prelims for the East Coast boys. I'll get into that. You know, I'll get into that. But, uh and then, but the, the month of February, the month of March, oh my gosh. Oh my God. That is, that is some fights right there. So I want to go over my betting recap. Slime ball parlay, I'm slime forever. forever. Nailed it this week, boys. You doubted me. I doubted myself. It was a very low number at plus 132. So I'm not going to get too excited. One on one in the year, we even things up, bitch. Um, yeah, I had Gabriel Bonfrey. I had Jessica Andrade. I had Gilbert Burns, all dominated. Off, all no, I would say all finishes. No, uh, Jessica Andros should have finished over Lauren Murphy. She did not. But um, I had mo- I had fucking my double mortar lock of Gilbert Burns with inside the distance. I want to apologize to all the people for my newbie brain. Last week when I recorded the podcast, I was trying, to- I was rushing through it. Whatever, I recorded it on a Monday. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, there's no excuse for how big of an idiot I am. There's a commenter, Aaron S on the, uh, on the YouTube channel. Thank you for pointing it out. And then my boy Christian said, dude, you got to quit saying same gay parlay. It's driving me fucking nuts. So what I said, which was very, in, which was wrong was I said, my double mortar lock, you're going to put Gilbert Burns money line, and you are going to take him inside the distance. Well, you can't do that on any book. They already have lines set aside for that inside the distance. Gilbert Burns winner you got to pick a way for him to finish yada yada so i apologize for being dead wrong on that i end up playing gilbert burns by finish by submission and him money lined in my parlay so i got him every which way it was a very good night for your boy the only bet i lost the two bets i did lose uh so i went 11 for my picks i didn't bet all my losses though but uh, lucerta which i thought was gonna be a complete different fight very close fight don't think it was a robbery by any means. I i, I like Lacerda in that spot. Thought it was gonna be more of a ground fight, uh, it was not right. Cody Stamen inside the box the whole time. Missed on that, pretty big underdog. Missed on Glover as well. That was another one that I missed on. Glover was my dog lock. Um, I just thought he'd be too much from Jamal Hill, and Jamal Hill's where we're gonna start. This fucking guy, huh? This guy, right? So, here's a guy's 14th profile I believe I tweeted out 13th. I was wrong this. Going into the Glover fight was his 14th pro fight. And early on in his career, admittedly he said he didn't take it as seriously as he should have. He hired a nutritionist for this camp for three weeks. Short notice in Brazil, fighting a Brazilian, probably his his swan song. So he's going out, guns a-blazing. You don't give a fuck. You get on that plane, sit in economy on the way there for 16 hours, or whatever the fuck it is, and you go on short notice and fight your toughest stylistic matchup, in my opinion, at one, uh, at two o five, excuse me. And you go out there and you just bludgeon them. I mean, there's some moments like you got taken down. You showed, or I keep saying you, like I'm talking to Jamal Hill. Jamal Hill showed a lot in this fight. Short notice, five round cardio check. Right, he got tired, but he never slowed down to a point where it was a problem. Right, stuffed all the early takedowns of Glover in that first round. Stuffed. I think there were six attempts. He went. Glover landed two takedowns in the entire fight. Both times Jamal Hill worked his way back to his feet. Very impressive. Piece Glover up. Glover's a good boxer. I mean, that's not what he's known for nowadays. He is 43 years old. I get that. But piece him up on the feet, hurt him a bunch of times, tried to finish the show. Couldn't. And every time he hurt him, he switched his stances up and hurt him with that left high kick and tried to get him out of there. And Glover was just like Glover knew this was my last run. He ain't put me out of my last run, right? You were basically fighting a super human at that point. But Everything this guy's done from his confidence to what he's done so far, and it's only going to get better because now he's got that championship money. Now he's going to be able to put money towards his camp, towards the thing because he comes from a small gym in Grand Rapids. I think his coaches are great. The, the nutritionist he hired, a, a, a famous nutritionist that works with a lot of athletes, um, but he's from a small camp. There's no doubt about it. He's not from a mega gym, right? Which is kind of good. These small camps are kind of popping up places where it focuses on your, your fighter, like tied to has now left, you know, AKA left. I believe he did a stint in American top team, but he has a whole camp dedicated to him. That's what you have to do as an athlete. Get some of that championship money, bring some people in to help you with different styles. Like if you find Ankalaya, bring in a fucking Dagestanian bearded motherfucker, take it out over and over again, right? Jan is bringing a guy with some weird Polish power and, you know, weird jokes. Um, but you know what I mean? So like Jamal Hill, God, it was just, I'm blown away. I'll never doubt him again. Uh, I, 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 just can't, I just can't doubt him again after the Glover fight. Now I know everyone's saying, oh, you're, you know, you're over hyping Glover's 43, this and that blah, blah, blah. Right. But I picked Glover, right? So I was wrong and, and I was wrong on Jamal Hill, which I'll never be. And I, and, and typically I have admitted to this, that I am very biased with picking guys that I like. If I like you, I'm going to pick you. And I sat here last week on the pick. I'm saying, I really like Jamal Hill. I like him a lot. I think this dude He's great, his confidence, everything. I like this guy, but I'm picking Glover. I put that aside and chose the wrong side. But again, I thought it was a tough match with Jamal Hill, and he proved me wrong. Just unfucking fucking believable uh, performance by Jamal Hill there. Just complete heart and skill, and he's going to get better. 14th pro fights, 31 years old. Um, now he's getting some real money. I know he's got six kids. That's a lot of kids, man. I got two. Couldn't handle another one. He's got four more than me um but uh i think the guy's a real deal you know and if you look at 205 some guy was like oh let's see him knock out some young guns okay young gun jimmy crew knocked him out johnny walker not necessarily a young gun but a big tall striker that you know won uh, one on this week uh, uh knocked out paul craig he knocked him out who else is at that 205 that's young no one they're all about 30 31 you look at Ankalae. Ankalaev can grapple. He's showing that in the Blahovich fight, right? He can grapple. He can smother you on top. He's primarily a striker, but he can do that if he wants. John Blahovich has proven to wrestle. Guys like uh, you know, Yuri, uh, excuse me, uh, is you know. Then you got Yuri's fucking wow, man. What is Yuri gonna do? Right? He said that video. I'm coming. <laughs> I mean, that is that is just I mean, you're just releasing, releasing that to the world, you know, to use. I mean, I'm gonna use it. Next time I'm in Having sex with my wife, I'm gonna go, I'm coming. <laughs> like, you know, scare the shit out of her. She's not gonna know what the fuck to do. Um, but Yiri Brahaska versus versus Jamal Hill is a fight that I really want to see. I know people like Alex Pereira. I sent a Twitter question out, which will go over the one fight you need to see in 2023. What is it? A lot of people said Pereira Jamal Hill, which I think is great. People zoomed in on Pereira's face when Jamal Hill was shaking his hand. There's obviously a little bit of a story there. Pereira can make 205, no problem. He'd be a huge 205er because he's the guy's massive, right? Um, that's a fun fight. And and even Jamal did an interview and said, if he wants to come get it. You know, he's not afraid of anybody. I love the confidence, I love the skill, and I think he is set up at 205 pounds to do a lot of damage. There's not real any pure wrestlers. Like if he cut that 185, he's gonna have to deal with like Chmayev. who's coming up. He have to deal with fucking bone nickel. You want to deal with Bo Nichols wrestling? No, you don't want to deal with those problems. So stay at 205. You're not going to have any problems, you know? There's no one. There's a bunch of older guys that have one, you know. Let's look at the list. I'm going to look at the list. I'm going to look at the list. I had it memorized, but I'm going to look at it. I didn't have it memorized. But I'm going to look at the list because, you know what? That's what we do here. All right. look. At, listen to 205. Jamal Hill, Yuri Prohaska. You're your number one, obviously former champ. That's got to happen. Then you got Magomed Mankalaev and Jan Blahovic. Those are the two guys, in my opinion, that could give Jamal Hill some problems. Ankalaev proved to be a good grappler in the Blahovic fight. Blahovic has proven to be a big, strong grappler when he needs to be. Problem is, is I think his takedowns are average, and he's almost forty years old. He is getting up there in age, um, so that'd be really interesting. You know, Blahovic would have to force a stand with. With Jamal Hill, and I'm not saying no one can stand with Jamal Hill. He obviously makes some devastating mistakes. Chin in the air, leans back a lot, but he is very dangerous in his striking. He lets it go. He's not afraid of anybody, which makes him fucking scary himself. Then you got Alexander Rackets who blew his knee out. Not really worried about him sitting at four. Glover at five. He's done. He's retired. Anthony Smith, interesting people keep throwing out. I think Anthony Smith gets fucking butchered. He was the you know he missed weight as a backup. Thought he looked like he was in terrible shape. Feel like this guy has one one foot out. I feel like he is 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 not a full time fighter anymore. He's great on Bisbing's podcast. He's great on the desk. He's very analytical. He's smart, well spoken. I think he's got one foot out, so I don't see Smith being a problem. Nikita Krylov been around forever. He's only thirty years old. That guy's just like a grinder. He's seven right now. Maybe he needs to work a little bit to get up there, but you know, you got Johnny Walker already got knocked out by him. Volkan Ozdemir. Don't know how this guy's still ranked. Ryan Span, Interesting guy here. Big knockout power, but he's sitting at 10s. Gonna need to get a big win. Uh, they got Paul Craig just got knocked out who has a win over Jamal Hill, right? That's the interesting thing is Paul Craig has a win over Jamal Hill in his life, but Paul Craig's got to win these fights. He just got knocked out by Johnny Walker. You're not getting a Jamal Hill spot at 11 coming off a knockout. Dominic Reyes, that guy's career might be toast. Jimmy Crute already got knocked out, and he's dealing with that leg thing, Clear Roundtree Jr., who is not young, but uh, is an interesting striker. He's at 14. Don't see him getting there. And then Dustin Jacoby, kind of the outlier. Dustin Jacoby is kind of the guy who couldn't make some noise, but he is a kickboxer. He's been knocked out by Pereira. Um, He hasn't blown me away so far what he's done at 205 pounds. He's fought some tough guys, but... I think they're I think they're just, you know, average dudes. All right, so let's go over the entire card. I told you the slime ball hit. One and one on the year. Went two or three on my locks. Hit my mortal. Double mortal, which I didn't count as double. But double mortal lock hit. Burns and then burned by finish. And then uh, got my cinnamon home, which is Johnson. I made it, which is like the easiest thing in the world. And then we got a dog lock uh, Glover Tech share, which I missed. So missed on the dog lock two or three. We already went over Glover, uh, Glover, and uh, Jamal. Hill. Now, a guy wanted me to address the Moreno thing, which I was going to. Obviously, why did I switch to Moreno? So I sent out a tweet uh, and I texted the group chat. At the end. California, I'm switching to Moreno, and I did have a dream about Moreno. We weren't playing Legos, but I did have a dream. He was wearing a Lego shirt. Incredibly nice guy. We we're at some like convention or whatever like that. It was it was a weird dream for sure. I don't really dream about MMA that much, so that's why it was very interesting. But I had a dream. And then I'll, it was Thursday. I had already done my show, already picked. I'm at work and I'm listening to other podcasts I listen to. I only listen to a handful of MMA podcasts and everyone was making a good case why you should pick Moreno. Now, I never, ever really let people sway me. I don't tell people, right? I tell myself. But there's some people out there who are very good at what they do and they swayed me a little bit. So I looked at it more and what they were saying. Devin's a 35 years old. has been off for a year. Weight cut has been an issue in the past. So what's his weight cut like? Is he cutting too much too early? All this stuff, right? Moreno has been active, has looked good. um, In the car France fight, obviously won and is, is training with high level guys, 29 years old, kind of entering his prime right now. They match up well, but the one big sticking point for me was, is that Devison didn't go to Arizona, which I know might not mean anything. Christian is a buddy. Christian is a firm believer. Camps don't mean shit. Camp switches don't mean shit, but when he went to Arizona, he was a, such a patient, in-shape fighter in that Moreno fight, and he said the reason he didn't go was because he was too lonely. Next time, if he goes, he's going to go bring his family because he was just too lonely. That you know, that loneliness, that builds that hunger, that builds that work ethic, and I just don't think he had that. He stayed in Brazil, which makes sense. You're fighting Brazil. I get it, but all that added up. I'm like, and with the dream of Moreno, I'm like, I got to go Moreno here. And, and I switched my pick to Moreno. I did not bet this fight um i stayed away i didn't have the best read on it if i flip flop on stuff i ain't betting it so i didn't bet it but i had moreno as a pick and, and he ended up hitting there obviously i thought he was gonna win by decision he ended up winning with that punch which was as clean as fucking day had you thumb in the eye sorry about your luck and uh Davison closed his eye up and then just got pounded but moreno was dominating that fight moreno really mixed in takedowns early uh davison looked a step behind. And uh, when he took off his gloves, I thought he was retiring. Right, 35 pounds in Brazil, or excuse me, 35 years old in Brazil. But he's retiring from the weight class. He's going up to 35, which makes sense. He is a big 25er. Um, he's going to be a little short for 135. There's some taller guys up there, but I think if he adds the right size on, he's going to be a problem up there. He's, he's still got devastating power, and I think his power is going to carry. And I think his chin will carry too, without cutting on this drastic weight to 125. So. Uh, that was a switch up from Moreno. Basically, I had a dream, and I listened to some other people, kind of convince me otherwise, which rarely happens. I rarely listen to other people, and and if they're if they're disagreeing with me, I go, oh, I'm on the right side. I'm on the right side of this. Your boy's confident in himself, but in this instance, I'm like, man, they're making some really good points that I didn't even think about. Right. So that was essentially why I picked Moreno, and good thing I did. But I mean, again. Didn't bet him, didn't win any money, so it is what it is. And then Jessica Andrade was Lauren Murphy. Woo! What an ass beating, right? Jessica Andrade, just a stud. One of my favorite fighters, unbelievable fighters. She went in there and pieced up Lauren Murphy. Huge number. Thought it was getting a KO. We weren't. Should have been stopped, in my opinion. Lauren Murphy is coming out of the fence. She's saying everyone's being, uh, you know, uh, what, is, what is the word she said? You know, biased maybe because she's a woman and she's she's – protecting her corner and everything she's glad they didn't stop it whatever i get that right you're never gonna throw your corner in the bus you're a fighter you're, your job is to fight right and then the one thing that bothered me she compared the Yawana fight she said oh yoana had a huge lump on her head but they let that fight continue the yana way lee fight Yuana was winning that fight yoana might have won On some people's eyes a very close fight you were down two rounds ten eight rounds in my opinion you've never had a third round finish you shouldn't have been going out there in the third round to get lumped up even more. I know you're a warrior. I know you're tough and that's great. But Osiris Meyer is a fucking brain dead idiot. Just standing there going, Oh, wonder when I can go get a fucking snack. You know, he didn't give a fuck about you. Right. And your, your husband's in the corner. I thought maybe that would happen, but maybe, you know, listen, some of these fighters though, they'll look at the corner in the eye. And I've seen this myself on the amateur level, let alone, these fucking professional fighters, right? And they go, I don't care if I die. Do not stop this fight, right? But as a cornerman, you take the responsibility to make your fighter mad to stop the fight for the well-being, right? I mean, that's the the important point to make here. And Lauren Murphy's 40, right? I don't think she's ever going to reach the top again at 125, unfortunately. You know, she does have a big win over Misha Tate, but she looks so slow and lethargic in there and just... She's just, I just don't think she's got it anymore, right? You know, I think she's got some maybe fun fights here and there. She's obviously durable and obviously tough, and a lot of those shots would have knocked anybody else out. But, uh, yeah, getting up there in age and, and just looked a little slow to me, but Andrade is an absolute stud. Gilbert Burns, double mortal lock, got the finish, should have played submission a little harder than I did, kind of paint the board on that one because I did think he could knock out Neil Magny, but the minute it hit the ground, Gilbert Burns just light years ahead of Neil Magny. I saw what he was setting up a mile away, and Neil, Neil just couldn't do anything about it. Burns is elite, elite. Now what you do at uh, at 170, right? So all accounts are, we just talked about this. I just finished Anakin Florian. That'll be out either today or tomorrow. Um, We just talked about this. What do you do at 170, right? So we're assuming Chamayev is still at 170, even though the pictures I've seen of him recently, he looks absolutely huge. He missed 170 drastically last time out. So I got to imagine 185 is where he's going to end up because he's a big guy anyway. 185 is where he's going to be. But let's just say for fun, for the argument's sake that that um, Chamayev's sticking around. I think you go, because Burn or excuse me, Edwards and Usman are going in March, in April, right? That's that's a done deal. I think you go Chamayev Bilal, because Bilal has called for that fight numerous times. And uh, he, he has called for that fight numerous times. And I think... Uh, that's a fight. That's a fun fight for the fans. That's a fight people want. I think it's a fight that they both match up well with each other. Blau's takedown offense is is unheard of. Uh, really curious to see how that fight wants how that fight goes. Then you go. Colby Burns. That's what you got to do. I know a lot of people want Chamayev Burn or Chamayev Colby. I'm fine mixing matching with either of those, but unfortunately. I do think Shemai is going up, so there's going to be an odd man out there. I think Bilal has done enough to get a shot at the title. So if he wants to wait for the winner of Edwards-Uzman, probably not going to be a quick turnaround, so he might have to take one more fight. Then I would like the Burns fight or the Colby fight. Colby's been like radio silent. I think Colby's should be the odd man out. Burns has had a shot, lost to Uzman. Colby's had a shot, twice lost to Uzman. If Edwards beats Uzman again, then we're talking wide open divisions. Right, Usman shouldn't get a third shot unless you know, unless he wins, and there's a lot of moving parts here. But, um, Bilal final final decision Bilal burns Colby out. Bilal burns Colby out. What has Colby done? Right, he's only fought, he's only lost the champion. You got to win some fights here, not George Mosfidel and Mosfidel. He brought throwing in there too. Come on, I saw a picture of George Mosfidel or video, excuse me. I think he was he was it was a uh it was on his. it was on uh, someone's Instagram or Twitter, Chunky. Chunky Monkey. He's not looking in shape at all. That guy got paid and that guy got fat. Uh I don't see him being contender anymore. Uh I know the Leon Edwards shit, they, you know, he punched Leon Edwards in the back years ago. They're trying to make that fight. I, I don't think he's be contender anymore. Uh Gabriel Bonfreen versus Manuel Lazes. uh Bonfim brothers 2-0 in the night. Uh Gabe was supposed to be the the better brother, I think Ishmael is the better brother. Um, Gabe was a little wild in there. His chin was up in the air a little bit in that bonf- in the Lanez fight, but he got that guillotine, which was sick. Ishmael knocked out Terrence McKinney. A little bad blood on Terrence McKinney's part with Barstool Sports. Love Barstool Sports. Don't necessarily love Robbie Robbie uh, Fox over at Barstool. He does the MMA coverage. I know there's that guy Jack who does it too. So it all started with Terrence McKinney. So picture them at a stare down and someone said, who's betting against Jer- uh, Terrence McKinney or who would bet? Blah blah blah, and the Barstool guy Jack uh, said, "Oh well, I will. I'm picking the other guy." And then Terence McKenney chimed in and said, "Oh yeah, because Barstool Sports doesn't know sports." And then he lost, right? And then Barstool Robbie uh, posted a, a vlog, a blog, whatever you want to call it, with a picture of him getting knocked out, which is, you know, and it was. I know a lot of people were very upset about it on Twitter. Um. There's you know, you don't you don't want to disrespect a fighter, not especially after this got knocked out. Right. That's that's not cool. It's something I would never have done. But I read the article wasn't as bad as maybe some people made it seem to be. Yeah, it was a little tone deaf and maybe insensitive. Robbie, I think, has since apologized. But yeah, Terrence McKinney is doubled down as his fuck bar still sports and Dave. Portner commented on it as well and said, hey, we need to get these MMA guys on our side. You know what I mean? Like, they're fucking crazy. Well, you know, Dave, give me a call. You know, I can help you out with that. Robbie Fox. My problem with Robbie Fox is here's a guy that is an MMA fan, but I I think he's a Conor McGregor fan. He came in during the Conor stuff. I think he knows fighting, but he doesn't bet on it, right? He's obsessed with wrestling, professional wrestling. Cool. Obsessed with, like, comic books. Marvel stuff like that if you put a gun to Robbie Fox's head and you go it's a Saturday night the new fucking Marvel movie gets released you get tickets WWE WrestleMania is here you get tickets or UFC John Jones or Francis I let's because that's the fight everyone wants to see right now right you get tickets what are you picking UFC is going to be last on that list. It's going to go probably comic book wrestling or wrestling comic book What so UFC is going to be last. I don't like a guy getting paid writing articles about fighters when that gets put last, right? You know what I mean? Barstool, I love Barstool. They need to have a guy in there that gambles and knows the sport, can make it fun and doesn't put anything over the sport cuz that's me, right? And this is my job and <laughs> if you apparently for Barstool Sports, no. But I actually don't think the article was that bad. People are, are attacking Robbie Barcelona on MMA Twitter. MMA Twitter streets are tough. Tropman Boxing came after me like two weeks ago because he po. I, I posted a, vid- a video or a, a little clip I make of me going on Manpreet a few weeks ago or whatever. I posted it and uh, he, he screen grabbed a clip from me on his show like two years ago and said, oh, like all his friends are coming out now, you know, like. It it was it was a nice little back of hey Troutman, you know, you didn't get me, bud. Okay, you didn't get me. You didn't get me like you're getting all these other people. He I guess because all he's went after all these other people and they all block him. You ain't gonna get me to block you, bud. It ain't gonna happen. I don't block anybody, right? And I think I won that exchange too. So big dub this way. Big dub. All right, um Justin Nunez versus Sarah Fan, Justin Nunez little fucking fire hydrant tank, Shogun. Mad respect to Shogun going out on a shield. Taporia, was that not not Taporia? Pulteria with his little, you know, he says it was respectful. He said it was me doing my little dance and it was a duel and I could fire at you, but I decided to fire in the air instead. Fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You just knocked out Shogun in Brazil. Your first UFC win, your only UFC win, if, if I had to guess. It's the only fight he's ever gonna win, and you do that shit, right? Come on, man! And then, and then you cut a promo, you know, with your post fight. You're not making any new fans, bro. You're becoming public enemy number one. I hope they feed him. Uh, Johnson Almeida cuts down to two hundred five, and they feed him Johnson Almeida. Just let this get this dude get set straight. You know what I mean? There's gonna be some Brazilian guys coming from this dude's head. I can tell you that right now. I'm you know, I just I to me, listen, it's a fight, right? I'm not super sensitive about the fight game. You know, I've said my fair share about fighters or whatever. But knocking a guy out in Brazil in his retirement fight in a legend the way he is, and then doing the stupid dance, even if it was respectful or not, maybe not do that on this one. Maybe do it on your next one. But he probably knew this was the only time he's ever gonna win in the UFC because he stinks and he probably was like well, i gotta show off this cool move i learned or got or whatever and he dances for shit it's terrible so is what it is but shogun right off in the sunset you hall of famer son of a bitch we already went over the mckinney jowton i made a godly why go to 205 again you know he is a 205 pound fighter but he's up at heavyweight he weighed 232 he's a big boy he got outweighed by 30 pounds it doesn't fucking matter he was tossing Shamil around. He's incredibly strong. He's quick. He's athletic. He's good on the ground. My biggest critique, if I even want to call it that, is he was hunting so much for that submission in round one that he wasn't throwing any punches. Once he started throwing punches, everything started opening up. And then you can get the finish that way. It looked like he went in there knowing, hey, I'm going black belt. And I only I'm gonna get a submission from my Brazilian fans. Over a guy who had only been submitted one time, I think. Maybe zero times. Maybe only one time, I think. So he was looking for that, right? And Shamil was obviously, you know, there's a couple of head arms and whatever. And he, he defended well. And then once he started to mix up his punches, which were heavy, that's how you're going to get him out of there, right? But Jonathan made is a fucking prominent heavyweight. We talked about this in Anka Florian. What do you do? I think Jared's in a risen strict, ranked number nine. Jonathan's number 14. Throw him to the wolves. Get him in there, Right. Let him win the heavyweight belt, and if he decides that, pop down the two hundred five. This kid's a problem. This kid is a real problem. Muscles on top of muscles. He's like he's kind of built like Deontay Wilder. You ever seen Deontay Wilder? Deontay Wilder weighs like two hundred nineteen pounds sometimes, two hundred twenty pounds, right? And he's tall and he's lanky and he's got really skinny legs. And I don't think Johnson has the skinny legs like Deontay, but Deontay's upper body, he's fucking shredded, right? He's not as big as like Anthony Joshua, like thickness, but Deontay Wilder shred. This guy reminds me a little bit of Deontay Wilder build. He's obviously not 6'8 or 6'10 or however the fuck tall Deontay is, but um, but yeah, it reminds me that he's a thinner guy at 205, but he's fucking beefy as well. Worthy have is Nicholas Darby, close fight. Um, some guys said that, you know, I didn't, I had Dolby, I had him by the win by decision in a little lottery parlay, which I hit, so I'm glad it won. Underdog play there. Uh, Luan Lacerda versus Cody Stemo. I talked about this a little bit. I thought Lacerda won, but it was a bad read on my part. I thought they would grapple a little bit more. Cody stayed, uh, Cody stayed away from grappling, but he's got his body just kicked the fuck up. Uh, his body got tossed up. Daniel Marcos or Samuel Oliveira had no read on this fight. Marcos ended up destroying Oliveira. Oliveira just threw 20 spinning back fists. Oh, what you doing, bruh? And then you got Diego Moises who just, just, um, Mel Costa just butchered Mel Costa. Mel Costa you put him in there with a striker I think he's interesting I think he's gonna have some fun but again that's a tough debut against Tiago Moises Your take down on the fence and your your ground gain defense isn't great Tiago Moises by submission did it and then Bruno Ferreira, first round knockout plus 700 your boy hit that um again I've lost I don't want to celebrate too much on that one I didn't share the ticket or anything I shared it with the boys I shared it with John Anik and them but um Ferrer, or excuse me, RoboCop's been knocked out by Jordan Williams. And I've lost more money because I can't get over that knockout on Robocop than I won on this spot. So I can't really celebrate too much. It was a very little baby bet. Um, but yeah, it's nice getting that read in there, you know. Nice getting that seven plus seven hundred add to the add to the fucking sheet, babe. So that was UFC 283. Again, we're blank this week. Let me go to the Twitter question of the week. Um, and a ton of responses. I don't think I can get through all of them just because uh you know air, time, dead air dead air dead air all right Wednesday takes I said Wednesday take question of the week in 2023 what is the one people sent me more than one what is the one fight you have to see happen I'll talk about the answer to the show so what I meant to say there was I'll, I'll, I'll probably break down what I think is going to happen on the show or what I would think on the show. So my first response was a good friend of mine, Josh Cornetta, buddy of mine in my wedding. I was in his wedding. Good friend lives in Jersey city. So his response was Brian Petrie, AJ green. Now for all my old school. MMA takes fan, which I don't think there's many of you. This, this started as a website and it started with that comment started with years ago when we lived together, I had been boxing in the basement. I had literally like 10 people over in my basement boxing. We all lived together. And Wayne Rooney, the Manchester United soccer player, was like a tough guy, right? That's what they said. And I was like, I'd kick his ass. They're like, there's no way you kick Wayne Rooney's ass. I said, what? He's a little, little guy. I could beat the shit out of him. What are you talking about? They're all like, no way, right? No way. Years after that, there's a, a video came out of Wayne Rooney boxing in his garage or excuse me, his kitchen getting just knocked the fuck out, right? Okay, so I won that argument. Fast forward to years later, I'm 31 years old. It's about five years ago. 31 years old, uh, had the website, and uh, they were talking about another tough soccer player, Diego something. And I said, oh, I kick his ass. And they're like, nah, nah. And I was like, you remember the Wayne Rooney argument? They're like, yeah, but this guy's like really tough. He's like jacked. I was like, and this is what I said. I said, I could beat up. Any professional athlete that's not a fighter, boxer, et cetera, any in the combat sports, I could beat up any professional athlete under 200 pounds that is not a fighter or whatever. And my buddy goes, There's no way, you're wrong. And I said, I, Okay, yeah, I can't. He said, AJ Green, who was like 196, 195, played for the Bengals, wide receiver, was in the Cardinals this year. I said, Yeah, found a video of AJ Green boxing at a boxing gym in Cincinnati, hitting mitts, terrible. Just absolute dog shit. I sent that to him. And I said, this guy can beat me? He goes, yes. Then he doubles down and says, the punter, any professional athlete, any realm can beat me. So it's like, Sean White, professional snowboarder, who's an Olympian, can beat me. You know what I mean? What are we talking about here? The punter on the Bengals can beat me, right? And he goes, yes. Andy Dalton, quarterback at the time. I've seen Andy Dalton in person. Not that big of a dude, right? I know redheads have magical powers, but I was like, you think Andy Dalton, professional athlete, quarterback right high level athlete millions. Of, he beat yeah so i couldn't win so i'm losing all of these so he said brian pedras a.j green 36 years old out of shape i'm still taking a.j green down, like it's nothing baby like it's nothing that's my answer zangwa levers just gone rematch jake ford shout out jake 40 he's been making some uh spreadsheets for me about all my picks and stuff like that i like that but as your number one fight all year that's a tough sell But I do like that rematch um, We got Trinaldo Trim Wolf Bully B for the strap Steep Avers Bones And Al Joseph Or Cejudo on my wish list for the year So Bully Beef for the strap would be awesome Edwards would be good Because they have some history Usman Tough fight Tough matchup Bully B for the strap I love Bilal What he's doing That's a great one Steep Avers Bones ah, You know I know I get it Right Steep is get a little long in the tooth Fights like once a year Bones hasn't fought in forever. <clears throat> I'll give you my answer after Bones' fight's gone. Because if he just butchers gone, uh, then Steve vs. Bones is something I might not want to see. If he struggles with, with, with gone, maybe even possibly loses, then it'd be interesting. And then Aljo versus Cejudo, which I think is an interesting fight. Cejudo's <clears throat> been off forever. Um, I think Aljo can keep that standing and use his length and cause some problems for Cejudo in that fight. That's my read there. Shamaya for the belt. Pound the lines. Shamaya for the belt. Don't care about the opponent, but I prefer Usman. Chemaev is a lot of answers. Are Chemaev. I respect Chamaev a lot, but um, I don't know if he's at at 70 anymore. Nathan Phillips, MMA. I would love Chamaev versus uh, Colby. That was, you know, so Connor versus Chandler would also. Connor versus Chandler is going to happen for sure. I know that's happening without a doubt. That's a great matchup for Connor at 170. You know, there's a lot of shit going on with Connor right now. Let's hope he makes a fight, but that's definitely going to happen. Colby versus Hosmont. Everyone wants that fight. That's John Anik's number one fight. That'd be very interesting. But again, I worry about Shamaya making 170, man. I, I don't know. Ian Matthew got cheat over Sugar. Love that rematch. Gilbert versus Colby. Love that. Pereira versus Jamal Hill. A lot of Pereira versus Jamal Hill love, which I can understand, but I would actually prefer Yuri over Pereira right now because Pereira's going to run it back with Izzy, right? And then, uh, and then I think Erie and Jamal Hill in the summer is going to be an absolute blockbuster. Jim, fucking Erie thinks he's he's coming back in like July or August. I think international fight week. Boom, throw them together. Johnson and Mateo Tom Aspinall. I love that fight. Might be a little too early for that fight for both guys, but I do love that fight. Tommy Aspinall coming off a of knee injury. I love Tommy Aspinall. He needs to get like one under his belt. He needs to fight someone uh, after the injury. You know, I don't want to get thrown into the wolves, but they might do that. I don't know. Jared Jared Hostile put Bo Nickel as any top 10 opponent. I'm on the Bo Nickel chain, baby. It's Bo time. Bo, 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 Bo time. He's fighting Jamie Pickett in March, which I think that line is going to be minus 3,000. I got I to gotta decide if Bo Nichols going to knock him out, TKO him um, or submit him. Uh, whatever's a better line I'm going to go with. Patty versus McKinney. Interesting. Patty has ankle surgery. McKinney just got knocked out. Uh, I think McKinney's a tough matchup for Patty. As long as Patty can survive that first round, McKinney does seem to fade a little bit. Oh, but Patty didn't look great his last time out. A lot of, a lot of people threw Patty in this, which is surprising. Jarrett was the only one because it's interesting because he didn't look great. A lot of people thought he lost that fight. Now he's going to be out for a little bit with the ankle surgery. It, it, it's weird. Patty didn't get as much love in this question I thought he would. Whitaker versus Chemiah. Great fight at 185. I liked that fight. That was something to know. Collins. Doodle Chemiah versus Covington. Divison, uh, division needs the answers to where Miles stands of Shumaya. is a fucking star, babe. Already getting one. Murad versus John. That was announced. Murad versus Petrion. Petr- Stipe Jones. Izzy Alex rematch. Moreno, Patozio, Connor Chandler. So this guy's basically just getting all his wishes this year because I think all those fights are going to happen this year. Johnson I made versus John Jones are gone. Johnson I made thrown in there. I'm going outside the box in this one from Rosetta. Or Rosetta. Wally versus Valentina. That's a good one. Bones returns versus Gage versus vs. Hafiael, uh, Kobe vs. Hosmat. A lot of Kobe versus Hosmat. Trying to think if there's anyone that <clears throat> here we go. Pavlovich versus Blades. <sighs> Two big boys going at it. Where's Pavlovich stand with his wrestling? You got your wrestling shoes on, Russian boy? Huh? You got your wrestling shoes on? Because Blades taking you down. And then you got Bo Nickel uh versus anybody, which I'm on that. I'm on that team too. Again, team Bo. I need to get some Bo merch. I know they sell it I and mean, you get Jones with Steep, or excuse me, Jones with Francis, which we're not going to get. Drew Dober, Michael Chandler, interesting pick. And then Sugar vs. Aljo, Whitaker vs. Pereira. Whitaker versus Pereira, I thought would be a little bit more of an answer. Um, that's interesting, right? Alex if Izzy doesn't want it right away, how's Alex Pereira's wrestling? How is his takedown offense? We've seen it a little, but he's big, right? He's been way bigger than when the Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker's gonna be very outsized than that but that doesn't mean you can't wrestle right and Whitaker's wrestling's great I don't think his submissions are great he's gonna have to pound him out and Pereira's got to work to his feet here's what I love about Alex Pereira right I'm an Izzy guy when Izzy got knocked out I broke my heart lost a lot of money but Pereira's chick or something on TikTok or Instagram or one of those things was sitting in the bed and she wrote trying to spend quality time with him or whatever but he keeps watching his fights to figure out what he's doing wrong and she pans over to Pereira, who's laying like this, right? Abs Pereira, murderer, laying like this on the bed with his cell phone against the pillow, watching himself fight. I don't know what fight it was, but he's he's figuring out his mistakes. Like, this guy is very analytical. He's 34, 35 years old. He knows his times now. I kind of like that fucking psychopath mentality uh, with just going, you know, fuck it. <clears throat> I need to get better. All right, preview before we get out of here for Wednesday Takes. Uh, Bellator. We're gonna quickly go over Bellator, Ryan Bader versus Fedor. I think this is Fedor's final fight. Ryan Bader knocked him out earlier, a couple years ago. This is the this is on February 4th at 6 p.m. So this is the same night as UFC, but the UFC is running later. So we should be able to get this one in before the UFC at least. Main event might be right when the prelims start. Johnny Eblin versus Anton Talkoff. This is going uh, Antonio Antali Antali Takoff, 31 and 3. This guy's got a hell of a record. Um, yeah, he's beating a fucking lot of people. Ramazan Miev, he lost Missouri decision back in m one challenge. But Johnny Eblin, great wrestler. Uh, don't think he's had much of a problem with here. Completely manhandled, uh, Gegard Musashi. Uh Sabab Humasi versus Brendan Ward. I don't know why they keep, like, I feel like these guys fight each other every fucking pay-per-view or every event they put on. Two guys who get knocked out who banging out and they're, and they're stoning them, right? You know, Sababa Masi, 17 and, 10, 17 and 10, excuse me, 10 losses come by like knockout probably. Ethan Hughes versus uh, Yusuf Karlov, 3-0 versus 1-0, banger. Uh, Diana Osagalvo, 8-0, I, okay, I'm not going to do it. Chris Gonzalez versus Max Rokoff, Max Rokoff. My guy, come back, uh, fighting Chris Gonzalez here at 155. Grant Neal versus Carl Albert. This guy's hair is fucking great. Average fight. Henry Corrales versus Akman Magomedov. Um, is that it? Steve Mowry, Tall Steve fights on uh, social media. Darren Caldwell's on this card as well. Lorenz Larkin, Neiman Gracie. Okay, so a decent little card for Bellator here. Fedor's final fight. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Now we're going to go to the UFC. Which starts at 10 p.m. Eastern for the prelims and the uh, main card sets at 1 a.m. Now, listen, as an East Coast guy, I want to sit here and scream to the rooftops, right? The road to the UFC, road to UFC uh, tournament uh, finals, which was held in Singapore, is going to be on this night. So they're catering to the Asian market, which makes sense, right? But European fans put up with this every fucking weekend. So as much as I want to cl- fucking gripe and say this card's weak, I'm outstanding. I'm going to stay up. I'm going to be at 10 p.m. first fight to last fight, right? That's just going to be me. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, yeah, so European fans, take a night off. Enjoy the reasonably timed uh, fights for you. Um, but yeah, so let's go over the card. It is a thin card, though. I have done a little bit of research on Road to UFC because I have not watched all of them. We have four finals here, I believe. One, two, three, four finals. Main event, Derek Lewis versus Sergei Sur- Spivak. We're getting a ran back from a couple weeks ago. Co-main event, Dongo and June versus Devin Clark. Keep throwing Devin Clarks in these fucking co-main events. Marshall Tabora versus Blagoy Ivanov. I just still love saying Blagoy. What a fucking name. What a scary name. This guy was stabbed like 400 times. Still alive. One of the best chins in the game. And his name's Blagoy. Unbelievable. Korean Superboy Doohu Choi coming back versus Kyle Nelson. Yusaka uh, Kiyushita Ah, fuck you. I don't know. Versus Adam Fugit. Um, K- Kino Shita Kino Shita, debut in the UFC in the Contender Series. Look great. Big, big knockout power. Uh, I like that kid in the Contender Series. Then we got the to UFC, which again, don't know enough about these guys but Ansel Jubilee from India. We got uh, Jaka Sarak from Indonesia, Sai Jong Yong Lee, Sai I believe is is that Chinese or is that Mongolian? China, from China, Jong Yong Lee is from uh Korea. We got Ryan Nakamura from Japan, and then we got Toshishima Kazuma, uh, Kazuma versus Japan too. You know, I love me some Japan fighters, and then Hong Sung Park, Korean versus Sunguk Choi, Korean. One twenty-five, one thirty-five, one forty-five, one fifty-five. I am sorry you had to listen to me pronounce those names, but that's the finals. I haven't seen, I've seen Jubilee from India fight. I've seen Jacka, uh, who he's fighting, Jekka, uh Sargi fight because uh, he won by spinning knockout. I haven't seen anybody else, but I'm best believe I'm going to dive in. Two Japanese guys going out at 135. Whew, I like that. Uh, Jong-un Kim versus Manny Bohm, Jung Young Park versus Dennis Tullman, and Ty Cicero, Tyra versus Jesus Jesus, Jesus Jesus Aguilar. Tyra's my dude. Tyra's my dude, and I think he's very wide right now. Should I play, place a live bet on Tyra or go on the DraftKings? We're going to find out. Do you think it's going to climb? Do you think it's going to get cheaper? Let's see here. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Ugh. All right. Can't find him Is the line not out for him yet? No, it's gotta be Yeah, so he's not on DraftKings Unless I'm completely missing it Alright, go to uh, Best Fight Odds Shout out Best Fight Odds They usually got some hey, listen, they got the Best Fight Odds This is dead air a little bit here I just want to know if I should place a bet on him Um. Yeah, Tyra Oh, gosh <laughs> Yeah, get my Minus eleven hundred bet MGM. He opened up on Caesars minus eleven hundred, minus a thousand on Bet Rivers And the minus eleven hundred FanDuel. Woo! I like that kid, but that is pricey, babe. All right, that is it. Go follow me on Brian Petrie MMA on all social medias. The DMs, the compliments, the interaction with all you beautiful people. Mwah! thank you so much for everything. We're off this week. No fights this week, unfortunately. My Bengals do play on Sunday. Going to the ship going to the ship, going to the ship. Um, And then that is it, baby. Uh Yeah, that's it. Let's go. Let's make some dicks with our man, Brian Petrie. Good. Good. Perfect week for Brian Petrie yet again. Motherfuckers. Good. Let's make some dicks with our man, Brian Petrie.